This is Hit Bull Win Podcast, the official podcast of the Durham Bulls, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to Hit Bull Win Podcast. Scott and I were just in the middle of a conversation. I decided we're going to go ahead and start podcasting because this is a planning, very, a planning conversation. Very interesting uh, a topic to bring up. One that I think if Mike Burling ever listens to the podcast again, he'll probably not be super excited we're talking about this on here. Even if it rains, we are going to play baseball. Come out of the park. Durmbulls.com slash tickets. But we've got, we've got quite a few showers in the forecast coming up. Hmm. Scotty, we have this thing in the office called Sticky Note Bets. I have about 20 sticky notes on my drawer um, with things ranging between how many hits does Wander get within his first 10 games all the way to um, can Joe Stumpo run a 60-yard dash in, I forget how many seconds it was. Seven something? Yeah, and we set over-unders. We'll have numbers picked out. This is a numbers bet. How many tarp pulls will we have this week? That started a conversation about what constitutes a tarp pull. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. A tarp pull is one on one off, mm-hmm. but for the purposes of the sticky this note, exercise. Bet, it is a. I believe I texted you tarp happening. Uh, anytime we move the tarp, will Bender added anytime we move it past the third baseline, which I like as an addendum, because rolling it out and rolling it back, I would count as one. I I would count as zero, but but we, you already but you already know. we're going to have a committee decide what is an actual tarp pull. I don't think we'll run into that too much, those sort of situations too much. But what interested me was your number was seven. Mm-hmm. You picked an odd number. Mm-hmm. If you put the tarp on, mm-hmm. logic says you will need to take it off. Mm-hmm. So how did you get to an odd number? So as you might have picked up, I am uh, I don't like change. <laughs> I'm a loyalist to my beliefs. <laughs> And even after you explaining, here's how we're going to do this. No, I, I don't care. Uh, those who paved the tarp pulling streets before us. Sure. Determined that a tarp pull again, but I'm with you different circumstances uh, was on and off. That is a total of one. So you put the tarp on, you pull the tarp off, whether that be the next day or whether that be five minutes later. Mm hmm that constitutes one pull. And so I am maintaining that um, we will have seven of those. So you could thus, uh, if you wanted to have some fun with that, um, deduce that I'm that, that's 14. So that's why I, I was gonna go down and put 14 next to your number. Which seems like a really high number. Well, but I, I like the, this is more of a misery index than it is a how many times can we do it, right? Correct. How many times can we get called out there, schlup in the same wet shoes we just wore for an hour, you know, and then go roll the thing out there to be told, hey, this roll might it back be too up. much information. I'm excited. However, due to some situations yesterday, I wore my tarp shoes to mow the hill in center field. And looks fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, had some issues. A um, lot of grass clippings in the shoes. I took the shoes in yeah. the shower with me last night. Oh, yep. That's how I clean. Quite them out. literal shower shoes. That's correct. If you were at the ballpark last yep. Saturday, uh, the days are yes. running together. Shower shoes. Shower shoes Saturday. was Saturday. Great win for the Bulls. Great night for us in creative. Uh, really good look. Paxton Rembis. Shout out on the jerseys. Uh, shower shoes. Great time. I mowed yesterday. I had sort of like a weird half day. Okay. Didn't work in the morning. Came in. Worked a little bit in the afternoon. Went back home. Yep. Got to get that R and R. And. I was mowing, 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 
as you know, I have a battery powered mower. That's correct. And uh, got one strip down my front because I do the backyard first for the dogs, right? My front yard, whatever. It's small, so I do it last, right? For this reason, I get one strip in my, in my front yard, battery, ka-chunk, done, out. Well, sorry, Jade. What if I told you the mower for the hill died yesterday at the very end as well? No. Had to take the weed eater up yes, there to finish Yes, the that's exactly what I did. I just kind of weed eated around the one little strip, so it kind of looked like it was... Perhaps we were living the same life at the same time and just did not know about I it. I had grass clippings in my shoes, too. I was pissed pissed take him in the shower works well by the way i will i will uh we got a six game stint coming up we were going to do an episode for the all-star break and that's going to be a lot of the uh we could still do that yes we are going to do a little bit of a abbreviated all-star section for our next section i want to talk to you about the 2014 all-star game that was played here if i'm not mistaken you're correct this was before my time i was a senior in college at the time okay but i've heard stories and i want to get to the bottom of it okay uh and then i i kind of want to go into um what we did in the all-star break all-star break experiences yep and uh and your favorite all-star break story be it from the bulls or something you've heard extraneously okay that's coming up after this short break Okay, so in the time that we just recorded that last segment to right now, uh, we went ahead and pulled tarps. So if you're counting at home, that is one. I will tell you the majority of uh, bets. Uh, let's not call them bets because we're not allowed to. Right. Um, friendly guesses. Let's call them that. Um, was around between seven and 11. Fill some uh, airtime for you. Yeah, I got you. So we're going to see how long I can improv here as Scott goes and takes a phone call which has never happened on the history of this podcast to my knowledge, but it is someone at our front desk who, uh, who needs Scott, which usually means someone is either here delivering something or dropping something off. Rarely is it uh, to talk to Scott. We had a incident the other day at the ballpark, Scott and I were just going over, um, where our mascot, Wooly Bull, his go-kart had a kerfuffle and broke down and around the visitor's bullpen. Scott, I'm back by the way. Myself and Dylan, I believe it was. Yes, is his name. Uh, see, the thing with uh, with grounds crew is like, I want to know all of their names so badly because they're all really nice guys. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of like henchmen in like a Spider-Man movie where it's like henchman one, henchman two, yeah, henchman three. Oftentimes uh, they drive the same similar vehicles. They all look. They wear the same clothes. The same they look ilk. the same sorts. Yeah. Same hats. Yep. 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 Same tan. Very tan uniformed. Stumbles. Militaristic grounds crew is what I would call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, Dylan, and I, I ran. Yes. Ran uh, to go help Wooly. I was, I was picking him up and putting him down. And then I hurt for about three days after. Because that's where the good parts stop. It's like, oh, man, Patrick was going really fast. And it's like, yeah, I was. I'm paying for it on the back end a little bit. Hips were hurting. Knees, knees swole up a little bit. Yeah, you know how it is. 29 years old. I got the body of an 80-year-old. All right. Uh, that tarp pull we just did, though, we had a tarp rat. We did. One of my favorite things. Yep. They love just getting all snugly in there. Critters. Wrap themselves up. Big thing of lightning wow. just went off. And then and there's, there's the, the thunder. thunder. Uh, by the way, Marvel Defenders of the Diamond on Friday, July 29th. Thor is with us. You would think the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs that are walking in from the left field corner would have picked up their pace upon uh, the conditions. 
as we've already discussed, they play in a dome. That's right. Uh, so they don't they don't fear rain at all at all. Uh, okay, all right. All star games. All star break. Let's yeah. let's talk first. What did you do during our all star break? Well, I think uh, it's important to note that last year we did not have an all star break. We did, and the the years uh, we had an all star break every year prior, um, but that would have been three games or three days. Um, so having a just having a break and b it being four days was very uh, interesting. To I me. woke up like every morning like, oh crap! I got okay, oh, no, 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 we're good. Yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed it more as a result of that. I was looking forward to it more as a result of that. But came back in from a little um, little trip down to St. Pete, see some rays. Sure. And uh, normal normal work days, really, but but nice and and, and uh, evenly paced. However, we also had uh, the front video boards being installed <laughs> over the course of some of those days, which was uh, proved to be problematic. It's probably the easiest way of putting it. Um, Brady Williams, mm-hmm. co-manager of the year last year. We just removed the co and just co, call him manager, yeah, of, the year. manager of the year. Um, he has had and has some family in town, and so we were doing some things to get them settled in nicely to the Bull City, yep. inclusive of a car and an apartment that turned out to be a little bit more in line with the front video boards than, nope. than the Ritz. Um, Moving in is never easy. No. Um, but no, just thoroughly enjoyed having some nights off in the middle of the season and, and thinking about uh, what's to come for the back half of the season. Yeah, that was a good time. It was a good time. Jade and I went to New York uh, the mm-hmm. weekend before said All-Star break. She's a big Yankees fan. I, I am not. I'll be the first one to say that. But but Jade has adopted Alabama way more fiercely than I have adopted the Yankees. Yeah, I can I can toss on a Yankees hat and cheer okay. for about two hours. You know, I'm okay with that. Uh, great hot dog there. That's where the good stuff ends for me at that ballpark. <laughs> Monument Park was cool. Everything else, yeah. extremely average. And it's like, you're the Yankees, man. Like, come on. I don't disagree with that. Pep um, it up a little bit. Yeah, especially in the, in the newer ballpark yeah. conversation. There, there aren't a ton of them, right? But I think uh, SunTrust, Truist, whatever it's called now. Um, uh, yeah, sets the bar. It, you, especially if you go to Truist first, mm-hmm. and then you're mm-hmm. like, man, this is a really nice ballpark. And then you go to the new Yankee Stadium, you're like, oh, yeah, Truist, uh, Truist actually is a really, really good yeah. ballpark. Well, and it's like a city. So, it's so like baseball Yankee Stadium opened in 09. Right. Um, yeah, because I got a great picture at the old Yankee Stadium. That was our baseball trip that year with the Rays flag flying in nice. first place yep. for the first time probably like ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. It was a good time. I loved I, I loved New York. My New York limit is about 36 hours I learned on this 48-hour trip. Uh, uh, 72-hour trip um, with travel in there. But it was out. a good time. It was a good time. I, I liked it. We did a lot more of the tourist-type stuff. And then I came back. Jade was gone. Jade had to go to work. So we flew back in Sunday night. It's good life. <laughs> Tuesday morning, she drove out to Richmond to work. So I had the house to myself. King of the Castle was nice. Went to a little drive shack. <laughs> played some golf. Hit some balls. Uh, and then the rest of the time, yeah, just a quiet week, man. What was interesting here at the DBAP at 409 Blackwell was uh, I think because of the four-day break that a lot of players had the opportunity to and staff members to go home, whereas on a three-day break, you might not necessarily have yep. enough time to fly to Texas, for yep. example, especially California, Arizona. Um, and a lot of guys got out of here um, and thoroughly enjoyed um, enjoyed that break. And thinking about it from their perspective, right, They've been going at it since you know, yeah. second week of February. Yeah, right. Um, 
you know, yes, they have Monday off days now, but um, no opportunity to, to truly shut it down well, for a couple of days. Ha- most of those Mondays you're on a bus for a good majority right. of the day. Right. Yep. Um, so that's, yeah, that, that is an interesting uh, aspect as the rain begins to fall gently mm-hmm. on the tarp, uh, which we like to see help came out with the grass. Uh, so that was our all-star break. Uh, like you said, team kind of went home, hung out. Some of them, I think hung out around here and just kind of explored Durham a little bit, which is interesting because I don't think a lot of them get that opportunity Correct. during the week. Um, it's not like Tyler's is open anymore, so I don't really see them. The other thing there, you know, Monday's downtown Durham restaurants aren't really Nothing. open. And Nothing. So, um, they don't get off days, Tuesdays through the weekends, right? And so you're going out at midnight just to find a restaurant. You know what is open Mondays? Durham Bulls Athletic Park Corner Store. It is. Oh my gosh. Look it at is. me. DurhamBulls.com slash shop. You want to get yourself some nice Durham Bulls gear? Maybe an old Stop school by. logo? Maybe a shower shoes jersey. Guess what? We've got all of it. Unless we don't, in which case we're ordering more. But most of the time we have all of it. Go see Brian Wilson. Tell him I sent you. You won't get a discount. But he'll be excited to know that somebody from the podcast came down to, to chat with him. Uh, Scott, the Durham Bulls hosted a an all-star game. Correct. Here. Was that in the midst of renovations or was that right after renovations in Im- 2014? Immediately following. And so basically the... The uh, history on that was we had not, you're kind of supposed to host something like that every 10 years. And we had not done that in a while and we kept pushing it back um, because we knew there was a stadium renovation coming. Um, and so uh, this was all kind of a, a, a one you know package deal type, type scenario. In 2012, we hosted the AAA championship game. And that was kind of, um, that's a little bit more significance than a regular season game. Not quite the behind the scenes effort that an all-star game is. Um, it's just, you know, it's truly just a one game, mm-hmm. one game deal. And uh, we, we, we did that to test the waters a little bit. And that was a tremendous success. I believe that was held, if my memory is correct, Patrick, September 18th of 2012. No, it was 2012. And um, and then we rolled into the renovation following the 2013 season in preparation for the All-Star Game uh, in July of 2014. And it was cool to uh, showcase the ballpark sure. to um, all the different front offices and, and clubs that came to town for the break. Um, that was a lot of fun. A lot of those guys and gals had come to the 2012 AAA Championship game. Mm. And so they were also able to see kind of the first version of the DVAP yeah. and, and then also experience the second version and, and see all the renovations that we had done. Enjoy the PNC Triangle Club and the video boards and whatnot. And um, I don't know. It was just our team was really good. Those, you know, well, we've we've been fortunate, obviously, to be really, really good for a lot of years. Yep. But our teams were really, really good around that time frame. Charlie Montoya was the manager of the International League Club. Um, Great manager, by the way. Fantastic. Definitely should have a job right now. Friend of the podcast. And, um, you know, it it was just a really great, uh, you know, our staff took a lot of pride in hosting that event and just the legwork that went into it. Namely, I I think our, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Scott Carter, who kind of took on that event as his his baby. Um, You know, we had all these subcommittees, uh, splitting up all the different experiences for the the players and the executives that came to town. Uh, the home run derby was, uh, you know, something that had somewhat existed a little bit in previous All-Star games, but had just been an afterthought. We put a ton of time and effort 
into the home run derby and i'll put this up against anybody we were the first to do the championship wrestling belt as a trophy so to speak a winning award for that type of event Mm -hmm. and um jock peterson if i'm not mistaken won that and uh it was very cool it was it was awesome we had a on the field between first and second we had a a bar and dining experience with a net in front of you so you didn't get blasted by a home run ball that you know went astray errant um and uh we had a great game uh you know the next night so it was a a tremendous experience Uh, you know not necessarily getting your off days during the all-star break but but definitely worthwhile so that was that's post renovations 2014 Mm -hmm. this fall Mm -hmm. the ballpark is having renovations it is it is, and Patrick and Scott remained quiet. <laughs> yeah, we're we're actually breaking ground on on. Um, so yeah, 2013, 2014 was the first big renovation in the history of the ballpark. Obviously, some minor tweaks here and there, mm-hmm. especially going into the '98 season when we jumped from single A to triple A. Sure, but um, after the 2013 season ended, that was like massive, massive. Uh, lift that happened there over 20 million dollar renovation pretty much every area within the ballpark and outside um, got touched in some capacity yep this year's um, or this version of the renovation is purely on the first floor and so that's an area that hasn't gotten a lot of love since it was built and opened in 1995 and mainly referring to our clubhouses offices and retail space um, and so a whopping three days after our home season concludes we will begin that renovation so there is a small area of the ballpark that's currently unoccupied uh that renovation actually starts two weeks from yesterday and um, wow yeah and so uh, <laughs> that's where i spent most of my day yesterday uh with some great members of our operations team clearing out some uh last bit of stuff that belongs to us over there and then marketing and promotions hashtag that's you um, get to help clean out kind of the um, the remaining bit over there that we use for our promotion staff. But shout out right quick yeah. to two people, okay. uh, Nico Tennant, mm. for a multitude of reasons that one day we will reveal, but not today. That's correct. It is not this day. Yeah, team, uh, team players. He is the assistant clubhouse manager this year. He has been on the podcast. Visiting clubhouse manager. Visiting. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, Visiting clubhouse manager. Former Wool Education Bull, uh, who cleaned that room a good bit. That sort of marketing promotions area a good bit before his tenure ended. Um, Well, his return tenure ended last year. (laughs) Eric Topolowski came in this year in a similar capacity elevated and really organized and cleaned it so shout out to those two dudes absolutely uh had you told me this time last year like hey you're gonna have to go clean that out i'd be like no no no, that's not gonna be good here's my two week Uh, i'm not doing that yeah Uh, and now it doesn't really seem that daunting for everyone that's familiar with the dbap our front offices are are basically uh, right behind the box office bunkers and that will get pushed up the street a little bit um and then the rest of it will be for clubhouses and and uh batting cage and retail space you know i still haven't seen a blueprint mm. I haven't seen a single blueprint no mm. one even checked with me to make sure all of these renovations were okay <laughs> you will have a uh superior work uh place set up compared to your current workplace setup and that's the goal <laughs> for everybody yeah is that every entity takes a step up there are other entities that take multiple steps up um significant steps up namely woolly bull Wooly Bull goes from, let's just call it a glorified closet, 
uh, to change generous. in and break in and change clothes and whatnot um, from uniform to uniform, of course. Um, and now he'll have a full locker room with a shower, restroom, sinks, air conditioning, Absolutely. crazy concepts like that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that, that's what we got cranking at the DBAP coming up. Yeah, we've got, uh, I, I mentioned renovations. And then we sort of laid up. If you think we're hosting a triple A all-star game next year, I have very bad news. <laughs> we're not. Uh, we're not. I don't think there will be one next year. I don't know because last year we had the final stretch and now we have playoffs. And next year we might not have playoffs. We might yep. have playoffs, but we're not sure we're going to have playoffs. We did, however, uh, have one representative in the MLB Futures game, Future Curtis game. Mead. Yep. Um, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Uh, went to, it was in LA. I'm not making that up, right? That's correct. Yeah, it was in L.A. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. It sounded weird in my head. Uh, he went to L.A., had a whale of a time in the Futures game. They mic'd him up for a little bit. Uh, it was great. I don't know if you saw it, but it was great. Nice yeah, guy. It's, uh, all-star games in general are interesting, and sometimes this, this bleeds out, right? Um, but sometimes not everybody wants to go to the all-star game. Um, and I am, I am I'm torn on that. No, it's an honor... Yeah. You go to the All-Star sure. game. But then, yeah, I haven't been away from my family since yeah, the second week of February. Yeah. And so you know I get it. If you're a little banged had. up yeah. uh, and you've been to the All-Star game before and you've got to experience that, then what's necessarily the big deal about letting someone else experience that? Um, I didn't wasn't a huge fan of the fact that I, uh, I saw, I believe it was Buster Olney tweeted, that with all the injuries and the switch outs of the roster and whatnot, over 10% of the league was technically named an All-Star. And that, you know... That's a little much. It used to be, you know, and I don't, I'm not the type of person to be like, back in my day, but like it was a, the All-Star game was a huge deal. Yes. It was a huge deal. And now it's just kind of, oh, we throw it on Tuesday night. Yep. All right. Well, like I understand scheduling purposes. That makes more sense because you want people to play on weekends, but. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Eh. All-Star breaks are, are interesting. Not that I'm criticizing Major League Baseball in the slightest, because on this podcast, we, we would that. never. Yep. Um, Scott. I asked the third part of this was going to be your favorite all-star story. Mm -hmm. I will go first if you need another moment to mull over. I do, over. yeah. Tart pull threw me for a loop there. Um, I, I, will, I will give one that I'm a part of, okay. one that I was not a part of. We did not specify what all-star game. When I was 12, I made the Little League All-Stars, right? Okay. There is this kid. His last name was Roach. All I called him was Roach. I did not like Roach. Roach also made the all-star game went over four and I went three for five. So Drop that's my mic. favorite. That's my favorite. No, uh, honestly, it's probably, um, I don't know. Some of those early two thousands all-star games were great with Sosa and McGuire before all the stuff came out about yeah. those two dudes. And you know, it was the final of the game was like 11 to nine. You know, you had the celebrity all-star game that would come on way past my bedtime, but summer who cares? Um, those will always stick out to me. We, I mean, we used to love them. We used to love the all-star game. Um, so probably watching those with my family. There was one time in particular, we were at the beach. I think Chipper Jones and Javier Lopez made the all-star game that year. Um, we grew up big Braves fans. Uh, not saying that I am now go race. Um, but we, we always loved watching those Glavin and Smoltz, especially in Maddox and those guys who would go mm -hmm. up pitch two or three shutout innings. Um, just watching it with the family, I think, was great. And then again, the Celebrity All-Star Game used to be a bigger thing, too, I feel like. Yeah. That used to be so much fun to watch. I remember getting into it when Jenny Finch was playing in it every year. Yeah. 
I don't know why. Although she did go to Arizona, forks up, Scott. Just true. You know, do you want to bring up Charles Barkley and Bo Jackson right now, too, Scott? Or Charles has got his own deal going on. Yeah, it sure does. I, th- I think um, that's interesting with the family, with the family uh, element today. You know, the Midsummer Classic. There's there's reasons for that. The um, one of my better memories is also of recent memory, and it was our summer beach uh, family beach trip happened to coincide with the All Star break. And I don't know, my, my nephew was, Jack would have been six or seven at this point, and he was just getting into Stratomatic. That was his first summer getting into Stratomatic. Sure. And I don't know, got a little emotional sitting on the couch watching the home run derby, and he's sitting in the floor playing Stratomatic with the 1991 Braves roster. Yep. And it's like, and my dad's over here, my brother's over here. It's like, this is cool stuff. You're, this you're is, like sitting on the midpoint of your life. Like, you're like looking back at what used to yes. be, looking forward at what is, you know. It's that motion picture background. You there you go. Going there. Yes, sir. That was awesome stuff. But the answer to my question would be um, the all-star break back in uh, my first few years here our pitching coach, Joe Coleman. So our staff would have been Bill Evers as our manager, a.k.a. Skip. A little successful here. Yeah. Joe Coleman as uh, our pitching coach and Richie Hebner, or Richie Hebna, as our hitting coach. Uh, actually saw Bill Evers on my TV last night watching episode one of The Captain. Mm. Bill Evers managed Derek Jeter in A-ball in Greensboro yep. and then in AAA in Columbus. And but he there was, was a- the one who told Jeter the Clippers Greensboro Clippers. Uh, no, Greensboro Hornets. Bats. Oh, they were Hornets. 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 Yep. God, they but a lot of Bill Evers was the one who told Derek Jeter going to the big leagues. But anyway, uh, Joe Coleman used to make, uh, for lack of better terms, the best chicken wings I've ever tasted Ooh, in my life. Yeah. And it was very, very important to Richie, Joe, and Skip to host an all-star break party. And so any players and family members of players that did not go home for the break or go to Wrightsville Beach or wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any staff members on the team that did not go home, which was all of them, and any front office staff who wanted to participate in the party would go over to Joe's apartment, wherever our apartments were that year, and he would cook for everybody. Colin, uh, our old clubhouse manager, would also participate in the cooking. Uh, and it was a pool party starting at about, come over about noon, and it got shut down. Sometimes it literally got shut down, <laughs> and then sometimes <laughs> it actually just stopped. Yeah, uh, no later than midnight because it's been a long day. Sure, uh, but just a really good time of hanging out with people who you're going through the grind with, uh, who know what your season's like, know what your personal schedule's like, and you're just eating some chicken wings, <laughs> swimming, uh, eating some green beans, drinking a few cold beers, and enjoying one's company. So, uh, and know that you don't have to go pull a tarp that and particular. Yes, night. and you know that. Oh yeah, I've got to go to work, but yep, is what it is. Yeah, those were uh, those were. I, I look back over those uh, three years. It'd be two thousand four, five, six. Listen, excuse me, just four and five for me uh, with Skip, and four, five, and six with Joe and Richie. Those three years were tremendous All Star breaks. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. That's cool. It's, it's the emotional thing, right? Like mm-hmm. the All Star breaks, I feel like is something that, as I just said, it used to be a bigger deal is not taken super seriously. It's yep. not taken overly seriously, right? Yep. Uh, which which I've always liked about it. Uh, it's weird. We go through the All-Star break, and like I think that's kind of in a lot of people's heads, like the natural midpoint of a season. 
but I think you and I might have differing opinions on that. Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's it yes, uh numerically it's not. Yeah. But I'm even gonna go the opposite way. Okay. We get through the all star break. This homestand to me feels like the midpoint of my season. Let me explain. Because you're people forget about playoffs. People look at the last date on the schedule and they're like, Oh, and then that's Especially Charlotte fans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, buddy, if I had a dime for every time Charlotte made the playoffs, I would have like two dimes, maybe. Uh, but no, I, I feel like this is the homestand that kind of wears on me a little bit more because it's you've just gotten through the break, so you've had that reprieve, and then you go back to work. And, and you're not really that close to the end of the season. Right. But everybody talks like you are because they look at the schedule. and Well, we only have... We did it the other day at our pre-homestand meeting. Well, we only have 30... 29 whatever 30 it is games, yep. 30 games left okay great that's still 30 games that is five home stands so it's just it's it's right now i'm hitting actual mid-season not fatigue but just l- yeah. looking down the barrel and being it's like the dog oh, days okay. to a degree it is it yeah. is and you're talking about that grind and you come in and you see you know same people over and over again that's why it's it's good to get away from the ballpark sometimes because it's like they don't even have to do anything wrong but it, if you spend enough time with somebody the You're fu- going to find something wrong. The funny part to what you just said to me is now it's a little bit different now with the season get extended to essentially the end of September. Right. right? I remember clear as day that first homestand after the all-star break uh, and maybe the beginning first half of the second homestand. You're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. It's been a long season. And then somewhere shortly thereafter, you're like, oh, gosh. It's almost over. We've only got like yeah. a homestand and a half left. Like. Oh my God! I'm not going to see these people anymore. What am I going to yeah. do with my every dinner? I'm going to pay for dinner every night. Yep. No staff. Like all those thoughts start running through your brain, and you're like, "Gosh darn it, man! That season flew by." When like two and a half weeks prior to that, you were like, "You're like, God, oh my out. gosh!" I'm staring um, down the barrel of another half a season. Correct. It, yeah, it, it is interesting to I, like. I think last year, especially from Bull Sharks Night, um, to which, by the way, you were incapacitated. Mm, I was out. Uh, you were you were ill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had no Scott that week. I remember I had ridden in your truck the day before. That's correct. And it was like, okay, well, Went now Duke. I got to figure it out. Uh, came back. We had Bull Sharks night. And from that night, that was like August 5th or 6th, to the final stretch last game, which was September 24th, 25th, Ish, I think. Over there. Um, that month and a half felt like one whole week. <laughs> And it just flew by. I know we're about to hit that too. Yeah. I know this like this team's about to come out of t- go out of town, come back, and then promotions is looking and it's like okay, we've done Marvel, we've done uh, you know all these different promo nights over and over. We've done the Fourth of July, we did Bull Durham night, and now we're looking forward and it's like okay, we have Stranger Things night, we have Star Wars night, couple others here and there, but it's you're kind of looking at oh crap, we win another championship. This thing's been planning. We've been planning this for nine, ten months now, and it's almost oh, it's, it's over. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Yep. It really is. Uh, okay, we're going to be right back to wrap this thing up and talk about the rest of our homestand. All right. One thing I just remember we forgot. That's kind of I consider this one big homestand. I know it's quote unquote. It is not. But I, okay, so you're in the camp with me. Yeah. The team didn't leave. We didn't leave home. Thank you. Yep. Okay. So this is a nine game homestand for us. Uh, in this homestand previously, Saturday, I forgot to mention, we had uh, Panthers Night, Carolina Panthers Night, 
big old fan fest out in the Aloft berm lawn. Uh, <laughs> what are we calling it? It does have a lot of different names over the years. I call it just the lawn. Uh, Aloft lawn, I believe, is what it's on our maps as. Like, well, yeah, it, there's literally, I think it's labeled on, and it's definitely not labeled on my map. I think it's the Aloft lawn. Yes. Final answer Aloft lawn. Right past Diamond View 3, right in front of the Aloft, yep. D-Pack, and uh, the East Parking Deck. Yeah, it was a uh, great event. Sir Purr came out. Yep. The Robbie Anderson video, What's That Bear Doing?, uh, was quoted by the marketing department no less than 50 <laughs> times on Saturday. Um, Sir Purr was great, threw out a great first pitch. Uh, they had inflatables with the big old slides and the obstacle courses. They had footballs uh, to play a football game, which Mike Burling went 0 for 5. Did you see Sarah Kruger's WRL report? Nailed it. Oh, it was a great Dude, report. All right. all right. Sarah Kruger, WRL, shout out Sarah yep. Kruger. Let's get her on the pod talk we, about Yeah, it. we should. Um, it was doing a stand-up, a live shot, and I believe it was a live shot. It may have been a pre-record. I think it was pre-record. Um, anyway, took a football and was just going to, you could tell everything in her body was like, eh. It wasn't pre-recorded. It was, it was a live a, shot. It was a live it? shot that led into a pre-record. Yes. Yep. Yep. Right. A Vosat, as we call yes. it. Um, or I guess that would be more of a package. Anyway, she you can tell from her body language, like, team's down by nine. We're throwing a Hail Mary at the end of the game for fun, right? That's the sort of body energy. And just throws a laser right in the target. Dark. After I've watched grown men, women who are very athletic, try and fail miserably. <laughs> I did not try. I didn't want to get embarrassed by her. Uh, she threw an absolute dime. It's all over Twitter. You can go look at it. Yep. Uh, Sarah, Maybe she had shot on the uh, on the slide. Maybe we should Deep do. Bopped her all over the. Place. What if we did? If we did a. Oh, this is gonna be a great off season pod. Are you ready for this? We might do this before the Super Bowl. You and I are going to have a football draft of our front office. Okay. You and I are going to draft our front office teams, and we'll do a skills challenge, and then we will. Oh, I was. <laughs> yeah, two types of people. I said we'll build a playbook. <laughs> And make them play two-hand touch, and you're like, we'll <laughs> and do, I a want to do a skills competition, <laughs> do an uh, NBA skills competition, yeah, with with our teams, and you know, we'll do a point system, and whoever mm-hmm. wins, uh, I don't know, wins two tart pulls off or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, now I'm getting no. We, that's too big of a prize. That's way too big of a prize. Uh, anyway, uh, Carolina Panthers night was great. We've got another great promo coming up that we're very very excited about uh, in Marvel. Defenders of the Diamond. It's going to be awesome. We've got these great Thor jerseys uh, that we love. They look I'm a Thor super guy. cool. Uh, I like Thor. Yeah, big hammer thing. Uh, I'm going to move on. Um, yeah, Marvel's Marvel's going to be here. I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah, Defenders of the Diamond. They want they want us. They we have to say Marvel Defenders of the Diamond. Yeah, you must because if not. You know what's going to happen, right? That's <laughs> basically a, what you get a Thor. That's what thing. that's what all Mjolnir, oh, yeah. Scott. It's called Mjolnir. What's that? Uh, or actually, what's it normally made out of? They would have pronounced it Mjolnir. Um, I don't know. I think the myth says it was forged by like dwarves. The myth, Norse mythology, but I think the comic, it's like it was forged from starlight. Okay, something of that nature. Both of them sort of share a similar thread of a story. But and Thor was in uh, The Babysitter, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's that's the extent <laughs> of my knowledge of Thor. <laughs> I watched that over uh, COVID. Wow. That's what I got for you. I feel like per capita, you watch more 
five to seven out of ten rated 80s and 90s movie not calling the babysitter that yeah but like babysitter's a great movie <laughs> there is a lot of like nine late 80s to 99 movies that you watch way more than yeah probably you should and anyone else watches. i need to go back and watch the mannequin again um, <laughs> but did you know that the hammer was commonly worn as a pendant during the viking age yes i did the, the other- scandinavian culture sphere so Interesting story about that. Jade and I, I did know that. Uh, Jade and I are in New York eating brunch. This, our waitress comes up wearing that pendant. And I was like, oh my gosh, is that... She should come to the Bulls game. Thor's Hammer's pendant, Mjolnir. And she started speaking and immediately you could tell she's Swedish. And she was like, yeah, I'm from Sweden. This is an homage to my See, home. look at that. I was like, this is great, man. I, look, I looked so cultured. You'd have been so <laughs> proud of me, Scott. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be awesome. Um, I was going to try and braid my beard for it. We're going to see. I don't think I've got see enough length in it out. yet. Um, but I think it could be cool. A nice little touch. We'll see. Uh, other than that, it's going to be a really good homestand. Don't have too many more uh, firework nights on the calendar. Don't. Tying all this together to a degree, right? Like this. Now, this is what happens. Speaking to the fans. Uh, and, you know, part of the emphasis of this uh podcast is to talk about kind of what goes on minor league behind life. the scenes in the mm-hmm. minor league life mm-hmm. um we used to have a, a a discounted ticket option that uh was good for thursdays and what would happen is every fan would have that option they'd have that little tear off coupon or whatever and it'd be a thursday ah we'll go next we'll go next thursday they're home mm. ah, yep we'll go the next oh, thursday yeah. they're home yep and then all of a sudden they're only home it's one either more this Thursday, Thursday or we don't or go. Don't yep. get it. Yeah, right. uh, and so if you have not come out to the DBAP yet this season, um, it's it's you're starting to count the number of days. Yeah, clock's ticking a little bit. Uh, some really fun nights just from a, if you're like, oh, I don't want to go with a bunch of people on a weekend. We always have a bunch of people because we sell a lot of tickets. One. Two, if you're looking for a more low-key night, shall we say, Tuesdays and Wednesdays here are actually a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, Tuesdays because they are kind of more low key. We get, uh, 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 what are they? It's Tuesdays. What am I trying to say here? I don't it's know what a, you're trying uh, to say. Okay. Affordable eats. Play on words. Yeah. Right. But that's Thursday. $2 Tuesdays. $2 Tuesdays. And they call them Tuesdays. I'm trying to think of the word when it sounds like another word and it's not that word. Uh, I'm an idiot. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Alliteration? No. No. Yes. No. Alliterations when you use the same letter for like four or five consecutive words. While Scott's looking that up, up yeah. Uh, I've already looked up Thor. We've got. (laughs) I really do want you to come back with like a full Norse mythology and check the radar roughly thirty-two times since we started this. Yeah, everything's fine. It's definitely not gray and cloudy. Um, But that's a great night. Any bark in the park is always a good time, even if you don't have a dog. Come and walk around in the outfield and just like watch them because it's really fun to just watch the dogs. My dogs come to every bark in the park. They are fascinated that I'm here every time. They cannot grasp the concept of like, oh my God, you you showed up. Do you think when you drop them off at home or the next day when you go to work, do you think the dogs look at one and they're like, so that's what that guy does? I think it's a lot more of like Skylar and Bosco think, those are my dogs, Skylar and Bosco think, every day is bark in the park day and i just take them sometimes okay. right like they think there's just thousands of dogs at my job all the time okay uh which is not the case jay and i talked about that last week it's funny you bring it up um so yeah there's there's a ton of great days thursdays or throwback thursdays with those cool jerseys are awesome we do a lot of elements on the video board 
the DVD bouncing logo. That's my fave. It took so long to create, and it plays well every time, and I, yep. I really appreciate that from people uh, and their participation and cheers. Um, also, we're undefeated on Thursdays at home. Which is pretty hard to if, do. If you want to see a Bulls win, your best bet is to come on Thursday. We do win a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Tied for first place, Scotty. In a packed uh, packed race. Packed race. Uh, you know who's at the top of that with us? Um, oh. Let's talk about this team we're about to play high valley iron pigs having a uh, a pretty a pretty good season i'd say um it's always been a, a fun little tet on tet with that team i'd say i've only seen four people from their traveling party so far today two of which are durham former durham bulls hey of immediate uh memory ryan sheriff last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. uh and the year before maybe he was here in 19 okay yes. Uh, so yeah yes yep um and uh one of my all-time favorite durham bulls caesar ramos um a little bit of experience with us a little bit of big league time just an overall great dude one of those dudes that you wish you could spend more time with he's back he's on the uh, coaching staff for the high valley can't wait Yep. It's going to be a fun week y'all come see us durhambulls.com slash tickets uh also Another thing that the class sort of taken on, um, be looking out for the 919 membership, your half season, full seasons uh, for next year. You know, that's not coming soon, soon, but it's coming pretty soon. Yep. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. If you come a couple times this year, if you've already come two or three times to a ball game, I think it's worth your, your money uh, to go ahead and, because then it kind of, it doesn't force you to get out of here, but it kind of helps you. Oh, I've already got the ticket. Let's go. I know exactly where my seats are. There's not really pressure there. Um Amen. DurhamBulls.com slash tickets. Go get some cool gear from the shop. DurhamBulls.com slash shop. Uh, I think we're still doing this. I think the link is still alive. I'm going to say it anyway. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. DurhamBulls.com slash jobs. If you want to work here, you want to be a part of our crew, we are always hiring. We always want you to be a part of our crew. Uh, go ahead and you know hang out with us. Get to know us a little bit better. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back in two weeks. I've done this two times this season, and it hasn't worked out either time. I am 90% sure this one's going to work out. Okay. Our next interview and our next episode okay. is going to be will go down as one of my favorites ever. Okay. If it comes, if it through. happens, uh, I don't want to reveal a name in case it doesn't happen. If that is the case, I will give a full story. Uh, our next podcast, whenever that may be, two weeks from now, but whenever uh, it happens or doesn't happen. So thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Good morning.